Six lines down in the middle of the line is Rav Chista. Amar Rav Chista, we circled Rav Chista. We also circled two, four, six lines later at the end of the line is Rav Acha, which continues to Bar Yaakov. We circled Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. So says Rav Chista the following. Get Shekosvay Shaloy Lishma. Let's say it again. It was written Lo Lishma. We know that's a big problem. It wasn't written for that particular woman. However, Vehevir Alav Kulmus Lishma. There was a cipher who then traced over every letter and wrote like more ink on top of each letter. Basically, a whole other get on top of the previous get. Kulmus Lishma. But he did it this time. Lishma properly. Is that going to be a good get? Uh, for the husband to divorce the wife with or not? Well, Banu Lemachlekes Rebbe Yehuda Rabbanan. That would come to the following Machlokas Desanya, like we have in the following Brisa. Now, the following Brisa is not talking about writing a get; rather, it's talking about let's say writing a sefer Torah. When you write a sefer Torah, um, says the Brisa. The Brisa goes for about four lines. Starts here. He's at a point where he's writing. Uh, and he's supposed to write the Shem Hashem, a Yud, and then the He, and then a Vav, and a He. However, he has in his mind that he's actually supposed to write the name Yehuda, which is basically very similar. It's just that there's a Dalit there. He thinks, you know, he took a quick glance, he thinks that the word he's supposed to write is Yehuda, Yud, He, Vav, Dalit, He. But then as he's actually writing it, he made a mistake, and he didn't put the Dalit in, which means that it actually uh, would spell yud hey vav hey, which is exactly the word he's supposed to write. He just had the wrong kavana. What should he do? Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda versus the Chachamim. Mavir alav kulmais umekad shaydiv Rabbi Yehuda. We box Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says basically take the quill and just trace over those letters, the yud and the hey and the vav and the hey. This time having in mind that you want it to be a shame Hashem, and that'll work. Whereas the Chachamim, we also box the Chachamim. The Chachamim, I mean, ein Hashem min hamuvchar. No, this is a shame Hashem. You can't just do that. It's not uh, properly written, and therefore it would be basically no good. That is the end of the b'risa. And that, says Rav Chista, would be a machlokas. Apparently, Rabbi Huda would say uh, Rav Chista's case of a get that was written on Lishma, but then uh, it was written Lishma by tracing over every single letter uh, with the Lishma intention would be good according to Rabbi Huda, not the Chum would say no good. Amravacha Bar Yaakov, we circled him because he's coming to say differently than uh, Rav Chista. He says, maybe not. Dilma Lohi. Ad Kamli Kamarabanan Hasimun the Chachamim in the Brisa, two, three lines ago, had said that that's not a good shame Hashem. It doesn't work that way. Ella Deba'ina, because when you're writing a shame Hashem, there's special holiness above and beyond regular words, because you need the Zekeli Vanveyu, this is my Lord, and I will glorify him. Veleiki, you don't have that in a shame Hashem that you thought you were supposed to write Yehuda, you left out the Dalit, that's just, that's not proper. Aval Hocha, in our case, we're just talking about writing out a get, lo, maybe they wouldn't say that it would be problematic. So, uh, maybe not, maybe both snake opinions would say by get it would be okay. Period. I'm Rav Chista. Rav Chista says, quite a statement here, I'm able to make puzzle basically every get that's written. Why is that? By Taima. And two lines later is an Eli, so we'll underline that. If you want to say it's because the Pasuk says, in the parsha of writing out a get, the kasav and he should write means like the husband. That's what it literally says in the pasuk. Should have uh, write out the get or have the get written out. The halcha, however, here the practice is 
Ihi kakasvale she, the uh, woman commissions the sofer to write out the get. She pays the cipher, um, and maybe that's why Rav Christa was saying that he could possibly every get, because they're all paid for by the women, it's supposed to be the, the man who has it written. Well, that won't be such a problem, because Vidilma Aknuye Aknule Rabbanan. Maybe the Rabbanan, who have the ability, remember Hefker, base and Hefker, they could take any um, item of whatever it's worth, halakhically away from uh, Mr. A and give it to Mr. B. In this case, they could take it away from the woman and just be mocking it to the man, so that can't be the problem. Ve'ela, so we had squiggled on the ve'ela, maybe this is the issue. I think this is still Rava, um, continuing to Rav Chista, trying to ex- understand what's his uh, reason why he said he could possibly ever get. Ve'ela mishum dechsiv, if it's because the Pasuk wrote the Nasan, and he should give. Now, usually something that you give has to have at worst at least a pruta's worth of value. The hacha lo yohiv lo midi. In this case, he's not giving her anything. Well, yeah, that could be the word, meaning of the word venasan. However, vedilma, maybe the word venasan indicates nisinas gedhu. Not that he has to give her something of value, but more that he has to give her the get, regardless of its value. Teda, know that is is true. De shluchim mitam. They have sent from over there. When we're in the Talmud Bavli, over there is Eretz Yisrael. So he sent the following message from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Kisru al Yisurei Hana, kosher. Even if the text of the get was written on something itself, which is Aster Bahana, which has no halachic value, it would be kosher. And therefore, the get does not have to be worth anything. Okay. And uh, I think the thing more ends there, but I'm not, I guess Rav Chista, that he could possibly ever get, we're, we're not exactly sure what he meant as to why he said he could possibly ever get uh, that there is. Gufa, we go back to something we said earlier. Shalchumitan, they sent from there, from Eretz Yisrael to Bavl. We're in Bavl now, Talmud Bavli. Kasval Yisurei Hana Kasher. A get, the text which was written on something, which itself was Asur Hana, is totally Kasher. Amravashi. Ravashi says, Af We also have taught in a snake source, none other than, here's a quote from our Mishnah. Four words, I put in right angles. Allah, Allah, Shel, Zayis. That you could uh, write the text of the Get on a leaf of, uh, of an olive leaf. Now, an olive leaf is basically worth nothing. So, says Ravashi, that would support that if you write it on something that's basically worth nothing, because it's okay. Says the Gemara, maybe that's not a valid. Uh, support Dilma, maybe shiny Allah shall Zayas. As, as much as it's basically worthless, however, if you have uh, not just one Allah shall Zayas, but let's say a thousand of them, you could, you could stuff them all into like a pillow and sell it as a pillow. And it does have some sort of minimal value. Shiny Allah shall Zayas is different to Chazilit Starufe, because you could uh, have it joined together with many other um, olive leaves and it would have a value. However, something that's Asr Bahana has no value period, and therefore maybe you wouldn't be able to conclude um, a support from the Mishnah where it said, Allah shall Zayis. Period. Tanya, if a little brisa, goes for all of seven words. Starts here. Rebbe Aimer, Kasu Ali Surei Hana, Kasher. If you write the uh, text of the Get on something that's Asr Bahana, it's Kasher. Okay, that's uh, the Tanaic source. Now, 
Levi, who was one of the Gedolei Hador, wanted people to know this halacha. Nafak Levi, he went out like publicly in a shir derasha and darshaned it mishmei in the name of Rebbe, who was the one who said it in the snake source. However, loy kalsuha, they didn't praise him. They basically didn't go along with it because he said it over in the name of Eshitas Yachid. He then went out mishmei derabim and said that it was in the name of the Chachamim, like the Rabbanon, the Kalsuha, um, and they, uh, they praised him. Okay, in other words, they accepted it. Alma, the fact that he went out and darshaned it again another time, this time in the name of the Rabbanon, it was pretty clear then that the Hilchas HaKavas, that the Halacha is like that, from the fact that he, he made the uh, extra effort to make sure that people knew that it was the mainstream opinion, it must be the Halacha is like that, Period. Tan Rabbanon, we have a little bright, so this one goes for all of three words. When the Pasuk says by get, Vekasav, that's a quote from the Pasuk, just that one word, Velochakok, it has to be written and not engraved. So if you like take, let's say, a uh, an etching implement, some sort of like knife, and, and engrave uh, the letters onto something, um, apparently that would not be acceptable uh, for a get. Okay. Says the Gemara, it would seem from here, la memra, de chakika lav ksivahi, that whenever you have to be co-save something, whenever you have to write something, halakhali, with the word ksiva, that um, engraving or etching out would not be considered uh, valid. Reminu, but we have another Tanaic source. This one goes for a little over two lines. Uh, if we call the little three words Tanaic source that we had a line ago, the A Tanaic source, we'll call this one the B Tanaic source. If you have a slave who goes free, a slave can be set free, a Canaanite slave with an emancipation document, the Shtar Shechor, and his Shtar Shechor is actually written on a tavla, which would be like some sort of piece of parchment, or maybe some sort of board, or a pinkas. A pinkas is like a tablet, which would be apparently... The text of it must have been uh, etched out into it, or etched into the tablet. If he, he had either of these two uh, documents, uh, it works, he goes free. Of Allah, what would not work to uh, free the slave would be Biksav Shalgabe Kipa. The anduchtery. If let's say he had a like a, a woolly sort of big like a nachnach kippa, one of those big uh, kippas, and they embroidered or sewed into it the letters of the of the text of the uh, emancipation document, the star shichor, the uh, anduchtery is some other type of ornamental uh, thing that they would embroider into it. That would actually not be uh, valid because. Uh, it, it, it's not something that is a of, of a permanent uh, nature. Uh, well, okay, bottom line, the first next source had said you cannot um, etch into something letters and have it work as a um, uh, a good get. And um, the beats and source that we just read seems to indicate that it would be yes a good get. Amar Ula, Amar Balazar, Loikasha, Ha Dechak Taichais, Ha Dechak. There's a number of different ways to kind of like engrave uh, something. One is chak teichais. Um, the Atenic source that said that it would be not good is, let's say you want to have a letter um, samach. 
so what you can do is you can dig a little bit out from the middle. You can dig a little bit out around the sides and presto, you have a samech. But that, that letter samech, though, was never created actively, passively, by sort of etching out around it and etching out in the middle of it, you cause, you cause it to be created. And that is when uh, the chakika is no good. When you do toichais, you do like the inside and the outside of the letters, and then the letters are created. That's not good. Whereas ha de chak yereichais, literally like the inside is tochos, and yereichais would be like the thigh, like the, the actual letter itself, chak yereichais of the oisiais, where the, the uh, letters themselves... Let's say you etch in a samach, like you make a sort of like a zero or an O or a samach, uh, by etching in that would be good. Ask the more of a taicha is low. Are you telling me if you do taich that's not good? Or a minu, but we have a uh, another Tanaic source. This one goes just um, almost exactly a line, and it is uh, in reference to the um, the tzitz of the Kohen Gadol, that's the uh, forehead plate, it was a, uh, a thin plate of gold, and uh, it had on it the Shem Hashem, uh, says the next source, Lo Hayek Shoikea, the um, letters were not sort of sunk in to the uh, tzitz, Elabolate Kedinre Zahav, rather they kind of protruded out just like the din rezav, like the uh, like a coin, you see part of it like protrudes out. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Vaha din rezav, the way coins are made, toichais hein. They are done as toichais. Uh, they are uh, sort of like pressure is applied to all the areas that need to be pressed down, but the part that remains more bolate wasn't any more bolate than it was before. It's just uh, relative to the other parts around it that were pressed down. That's how the form comes out. Okay, so it seems like teichais uh, would be acceptable. Well, answers the Gemara when we said in this little brisa that what we meant is sort of like Din Rezav, but sort of not like Din Rezav. I double underlined the um, Chaf. Uh, it's like Din Rezav, but on the other hand, it's low Din Rezav. In other ways, not like it. Colon Din Rezav. How is it like Din Rezav? Because in the end, the um, letters are uh, appearing, appearing to be more um, uh, protruding out. However, lokadin rezav, it's not like the din rezav, di ilu hasam, when it comes to a dinar zav, like if you have a slug, just a raw, uh, uh, circular disc of metal, and you press down on it, you would have toichais. That's the way you're just uh, applying pressure and part of the metal gets pushed down and the rest stays where it is. Whereas hacha, by the tzitz, it's actually, uh, yerechais. The tzitz was a very, very thin piece of um, metal, and they would uh, trace out the letters from the other side, from like the back side, the, the side that would be against the forehead of the Kohen Gadol, and they would push forward, and that indeed would be a good uh, lettering. Kama. Amali Ravina, Indolan Ravina, he says uh, to Ravashi, Rushma. Uh, when you have a roishem, like the, we are just talking about this, the um, uh, a coin, you have the seal on the coin, the, let's say, you know, Caesar's face, Abraham Lincoln, uh, the number five, if it's like a nickel for five cents. Is it michratz charitz or kenufi michnaf? Michratz charitz does, let's let's say it's a nickel. On the back of the nickel you have, let's say, make it very simple, like a letter, a number five. 
uh, to indicate that it's five cents. So is that mikras charis? Is there a indentation? In other words, part of the coin is pressed further down, and the part that's not is that which creates the five. Oh, kenufi michnaf. Or when the coin is minted, when there's uh, enormous pressure put on the metal, what happens is that part of the metal goes down. Uh, the other part of the metal, like that, that which is going to make the number five, gets pushed up the tiniest bit, so it is actually a little bit late. That is the uh, question of Vinas Ravashi. Amarle, Mikratz Charetz. Ravashi answered that it's Mikratz uh, Charetz, that all that happens is that uh, the part of the uh, uh, press that you're pushing down, that's pushing it down further, is pushing out further, but the other part is not uh, bolate uh, at all. We have a Tanaic source, though, that would seem to indicate otherwise. This Tanaic source goes one word plus a line plus another word. Says the uh, Brisa, Lo hayak savoy shrikea ela bolate kedinre zahav, which is the same Tanaic source we had six Lines ago, referring to the tzitz, that the um, that the Kodesh LaHashem uh, uh, words that were on the forehead plate of the Kohen Gadol, Lo Hayek wasn't sunken, it was bolate, it protruded out like Din Rezav. Now, if you want to say when you mint a coin, which Din Rezav is a minted coin, if you want to say that uh, the tzitz was Mechratz Haaretz, but you need proper uh, letters, and you wouldn't have that then on the tzitz. Well, as we answered earlier, similarly over here, answers the Gemara, ke dinre zahav, veloike dinre zahav. Again, double underline the chaf, it liked dinre zahav, but all of a sudden the other end, not like it. Colon, ke dinre zahav, de bolate, that it is actually protruding out, veloike dinre zahav, but how is it not like dinre zahav? Dilu hasam, by a uh, dinner, it's migavoi. It's from the inside. Rashi's migavoi. When you want to mint a coin, let's say that says five on it, you apply the pressure to the slug, to the unminted disc, on the side that you want to have the five on it. Whereas hacha, the way that the forehead plate of the kongadu was made, is that the pressure was applied to the opposite side of this very thin metal, and pushed forward, which when you then flipped it over, looked as though it was bolate out. The hacha by the sits mabrai. From here till uh, the end of today's piece, we have a number of questions. Ba'a mine, Ravim Rav Nachman put a diamond around this ba'a term. About 12 lines later, first word on the line is hare, in the middle of that line is another boi. I put a diamond around that boi. Three lines later, last word on the line is rami, the word before that is boi. I put a diamond around that boi. And then about uh, 12, 13 lines below that, first word on the line is boi. I put a diamond around that boi. So we basically have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four questions. Here's the first. Boi mine, question was asked by Rav Amir of Nachman. Let's say you have a husband, he wrote out the uh, getter, had the get written on a, uh, a thin uh, plate of gold. And he says to his wife, as he's uh, giving it to her, he says, uh, Here, take this uh, woman, this is your get, and this is your ksuba. In other words, the uh, value, apparently, of that uh, gold was her ksuba, mahu, what do we say over there? Does that work or not? Well, Amarle says back from Nachman to Rava, Niskabla Gita. Well, this woman has received her get, and she's received the payment for her ksuba. 
Isfei. The Gemara brings it to Naik's source, goes for about a line and a half, and it would seem to indicate, at least the Diukram would seem to indicate otherwise. Says this to Naik's source, uh, have a husband and a wife, and he's going to divorce his wife, and he says the following uh, four words, is kable gitech vehasha'ar leksubaseich. Here, um, uh, take this, this is your get, and uh, the, the rest of the value of it is going to be uh, for your ksuba payment. Niskabla gita, so uh, the psak in the snake sources that she's received her get, the hashar, and the rest is for her ksuba payment. Okay, that's it of the snake source. Clearly, it was teaching itself in the context of there being like remainder being for the ksuba. Taima de ikashar. Apparently, therefore, then the reason that's the case is because there was beyond, let's say, the value of the get, an, uh, uh, an amount above and beyond that, which was for the ksuba. Halei shar, but if there was nothing left, if the value of the ksuba, let's say, was under $10,000, and the value of the gold is exactly $10,000, apparently low, it would not be a good ksuba payment. So uh, that would be the answer that Rav Nachman gives that, uh, uh, or the, uh, the, the question of this today's source would be on Rav Nachman's answer, like how can you say that she's received her ksuba, but there's, all there was was the value of the ksuba. Well, says the Gemara, no. Huadin, the truth is also, afagav kashar. even if there's nothing else left, meaning the ksuba itself, the payment from that, is the entirety of the value of that which the get was written on. The hakamash malan, and what then would the chiddush be? To afagav ika sha'ar. Even though there's leftover value, i amar la, only if he said this to her in, is that when it would be the case, i lo. However, if not, then lo, we would say that would not be the case. My taima, what's the reason? Like, it's a very valuable thing that the get was written on, why if he doesn't say would that not be the case? Because after all, what it was written on was Avira de Megiltahu. It's the uh, margins of the scroll of the Megillah, of the parchment, and therefore it would not consider, uh, even though it might be a value, a uh, payment for the Ksuba, period. Tan Rabbanon, we have a Brisa, goes for two lines. Says the, uh, the Brisa, quote, Man says to a woman, here, lady, uh, here, Mrs., uh, uh, he says to his wife, is your get? The paper that it's written on is mine. Does that work? No. Aina Megoresha, she would not be considered divorced. Um, since the paper is his, he's not giving her anything. He's basically giving her a bunch of letters floating in the air, and that's not a get. If, however, he says, quote, here, lady, I'm giving you this uh, divorce document, this get, on the condition that, you know, I don't know, tomorrow you give me back the paper, this would be a good get, and she'd obviously have to fulfill the condition of giving back the paper like the next day, because we know that a matana, on the condition that you have to return, is still considered matana, so that would be a good get. Now, Along the lines of what we just said in that Tanaic source, Boira Papa, we have a diamond on this. Boira Papa asks, How about this? Ben Shita Lashitu Ben Teva Lateva Mahu. Let's say he uh, gives her the uh, document. He says, But uh, the parchment between each line is uh, mine, or the parchment between each word is mine. What will we say there? And more answers, Teku, the issue remains uh, unresolved. Well, why should the issue remain unresolved? Shouldn't we be able to answer this? Vitepukle, why doesn't uh, Rapapa uh, conclude that issue from the fact that the Pasuk refers to it as Sefer, singular, like one Sefer, Echad, it calls it a Sefer Krisus in the Pasukim, Sefer, uh, one word in uh, quotation marks, Echad, 
like Sefer Echad Amarachmana, one uh, piece of parchment, but not like two or three. Why would uh, Rav Papa not be able to conclude that it should not be good uh, from this? Well, lo, because it wasn't the case. Rather, Shvich was necessary. Temeura, where the um, letters were written in such a way that each word, uh, the letters were either a bit longer or a little bit shorter in, in some places to connect it to the previous word in the previous line, so you would actually still have uh, a get. Boy Rami Barchama. We put a diamond on the boy, and we underline Rami Barchama. asks the following question. Imagine how you move Zalkin Shushala. You have a couple, Bob and Jane. And we know that this slave, Leroy, is owned by Bob. Hayyum Muzakin, the last known owner of this uh, Evid, was Bob. Veget Kasav al And next time we see the slave, there is the text of a get written out on his hand. And uh, this slave is produced by the missus. And the missus claims that she was given this uh, slave, which is actually what the Mishnah said. You could write the text out on the slave and then just give the slave. So, uh, Mahu, what do we say over here? Do we believe her without a de Messira? Clearly, if there were a de Messira, there were witnesses to uh, it being handed over, then for sure we would believe. But here there's no a de Messira. Like, but, you know, the, the slave is being produced by her and his, her Rishus. So, Mahu Kolan. Do we say Aknuye Aknila? It must have been that the husband transferred ownership of the slave to his uh, wife, who's now his ex wife, and the text of the get was written on the slave. Odilma, Humi Nafshayayel. Or the slave, after all, is a human being. It could kind of like, you know, stand up and walk over to her, and, and therefore it would not uh, necessarily be a valid proof for her that she is divorced. So almost parenthetically, the Gemara. Uh, tries to answer this question from a, uh, a side point. I, I actually put um, brackets before this uh, this word Amar, uh, Amarava, and the brackets go down about six, seven lines. First word on the line is Bixavis, and this Kakea, after the word Kakea, I close the brackets, because after the brackets, and after we go the whole back and forth in the brackets, the Gemara will turn right around and say, well, so, like, uh, what's the answer to our question? But let's go in the brackets now. Amarava. The table play, why don't you just conclude this, that this is, if you had the text of a Get written onto the slave. Well, that's writing that can easily be um, um, forged and messed around with. You could simply, like, you know, have him wash his hands real well and write the different a different text in on the get. Well, one second. According to Ravu, says that should be a simple answer. La Rava Kasha Masnisen. What to do with our Mishnah? The Mishnah had said that if the uh, text of a get was written on to an Eved and the Eved is given by the husband to the wife, that would be good because we had said. Four words in right angles, a quote from our Mishnah, Al Hayad Shel Evid. Well, says the Gemara, one second. As far as the Mishnah is concerned, that's no difficulty for Rava, because in that case, we could simply say that there had to be a day Mesira in the Mishnah. There were two witnesses who saw it being handed over uh, from the husband to the wife, and it's going according to Rabbi Eliezer. Uh, who holds that it's the Ede Mesira that you have to have, and they are the ones who cause the divorce to, to take effect. El Rami Barchama, but to Rami Barchama who asked this question about eight lines ago, uh, Kasha would still be a question. Well, says it more actually, no, Rami Barchama, Namile Kasha, there's no question, because he didn't write with like regular pen ink on the slave, rather, Bixavis Kakea, the text of the was actually tattooed into the slave. So that ain't going anywhere. You don't erase a tattoo. 
Well, says the Gemara, one second, Hashadas is the Hachi. Now that we're talking about like tattooing the text of the, in this case, the uh, get onto the uh, slave, Masnisen, Namiloi Tikshi. You don't even have a question on the Mishnah. The Mishnah could also be a case of Vixayvis Kake. You don't even need to have like these AD Masira and Rabbi Lezra. It's, it's, it's simply tattooed in onto the uh, slave. That's the end of the brackets because right after these brackets end, the Gemara turns around and asks, like, so, uh, my Havela. Well, like, what do we have as an answer to this issue? Do we have some sort of uh, anything to say? Again, the case is we knew that this slave belonged to the husband. Next time we see this slave, is produced by the wife. Like, she has the slave in her possession, and the uh, document is uh, tattooed onto him. So what do we say? Well, Tashma, come in here, Dama Reish Lakish. And another sugi says, Godros ain't lehen chazaka. Godros are, let's say, uh, some animals, some sheep. Um... There's no such thing as a chazaka. Just because a person has them in his possession doesn't prove that it belongs to that person. Um, because you could simply say that, like, you know, he opened up the gate and they walked over to him. Because uh, by definition, animals have feet and legs and can move, and so too can Leroy or Tyrone, and therefore it would uh, not be good. Boy, Rami Barchama. Put a diamond on this boy. This is the last question. This is another question by Rami Barchama. How about this? Let's say they uh, there was a particular uh, tablet that uh, last thing we knew it. It's her tablet, and it turns out next time we see it, veget kasuv aleha, and the text of the get is written on this tablet. And the husband now has this tablet, and he wants to give it to his wife as a get. Mahu. What do we say? In other words, we know this tablet was definitely hers. However, the husband is now giving it to the wife as a get. And she gave it over to him, but colon me, Amrin, and do we say aknuye aknasale? That she fully, legally gave over this tablet was hers to her husband's because she understands that it has to be totally his when he turns around and gives it to her with the text of the get on it. Odilma, or maybe lo yodaliknuye. Or maybe in general, women don't know how to like properly halachically give something over in such a way that uh, it would be effective. In other words, like in the back of her mind, she's thinking, ah, maybe I don't really want to give that over even when she did give it over. That's the question. Amar Abayi, I circled Abayi's name. I put a number one in the margin on the top line of Chafalef. I circled Rava's name. I put a number two in the margin. And four lines below that, first word in the line is Amar, and then Ravashi. I circled Ravashi. I put a number three in the margin. You have three um, answers to this question. Amar Abaye, here's the first answer. I circled his name. Tashma, come in here. The following tonight's source, a Mishnah Meseches Edyais. Says this tonight's source. It goes for just over two lines. Starts here. Af hu This is Rabbi ben Bava. Meseches Edyais. He also testified. Al Kfar Katan. Shahaya beside Yerushalayim. There's this little village next to Jerusalem. Vahaya by Zakein Echad. I double in on the term Zakein. There was a particular elderly gentleman, a elderly gentleman of means. Vahaya Malva Lachay Bnei Hakfar. He used to lend out money to all of the people who lived in the village. The He would have the documents, the IOUs written out um, in his handwriting. The Acherim Chaysmin and others would sign. And the incident came uh, before the uh, the wise men, the rabbis, and they said this would be valid. Now, normally when a document of, let's say, 
Uh, I owe Steve $100. It's not that Steve wrote it out in his handwriting. Yeah, Sam Horowitz, Shmuel Horowitz owes me uh, the, the money because then like, I could write out any star with it. But actually, the rabbis allowed it over here. Now, asks the Gemara, comma, connector, ve'ama, question mark, comma. Why should that be the case? Habayina, don't we usually need, like the Pasuk in Yermio indicates, that it be a safer makna, or safer mikna, ve'lekin, you don't have that here. The, the usual procedure is the one who is borrowing the money writes out the star, not the one who's lending the money. So how could it work over here? El Alav must be over here. We're saying that even though the one who was lending out the money was the one who wrote the star, Mishum Damrinan Aknuye Maknalu, that it must be that part of what happened is that, yeah, he wrote out the document, but then he halachically gave it over to the loyvet, so to speak, and, and that's why it works, in which case we then see that a person does know how to be makna things. They have to be makna to others. That's Abayi Amarava. I underline Rava. Rava says, I don't understand what the issue is, according to this Tanaic source. So my kusha, you can't bring any proof from that Tanaic source, because Dilma Zakein Shine. Remember, the, the person who was writing that over here was an, an elderly wise man, and that might be different, because an elderly wise man knows the Yodalik Nuye, that the only way it's going to work to be an effective uh, document is if he transfers the ownership of it to the Lova. However, we were talking about a woman. Does a woman know that? Not some sort of a scholarly elderly man, Ella. So we squiggle on the Ella and circled Rava's name. Mehacha, from here. Uh, snake source goes just over a line, starts here. Arave, let's say you have a guarantor. Guarantor is if there's some sort of uh, loan and some other daddy big bucks comes along and says, listen, if the guy who borrows the money can't pay it back, I'll pay it back. However, this Arave writes in his Arvos that he's going to take... Uh, uh, responsibility for the uh, the the amount. So you have a document, and then you have the adim signed, and then afterwards, which means it happened chronologically uh, last, the Orev says that he'll take responsibility for it. Gova, uh, the collection that can be made if the loan is defaulted on from this Orev is from Nechasim Bnei Only from Bnei only like from available assets, not from Meshubad assets, basically because there's no call that's created if the Orev took his responsibility um, after the document was signed. What do we see, though, is that any person, like a standard person, doesn't say this was a Zuck, and like any Tom, Dick, or Harry, or for that matter, we'll assume any uh, a Sue or Barbara, uh, can also be makna, the thing they have to be makna to the other person. I'm Ravashi. I underlined Ravashi. Ravashi says, still, I don't understand why you think you can use this as a proof for our question. My Kusha, Dilma, Gavra, Shiny, one second, we're not talking about a Zakin here, but we are talking about men, and maybe men are much more knowledgeable in the way these things work, and they know that you would have to have a one party transfer the ownership to the other party of the document. Ella, so he's squiggling underneath the Ella, Elamar Ravashi, Circular Ravashi, Ravashi is a third and final approach. Mehacha. Again, the question is, would she know that she would have to fully give over whatever the document is going to be written on to the husband for him then to turn around and give it to her? Does she know that or not? Well, says the Tanaic source, goes for two lines, and with this we're going to conclude. Isha, Kaiseves as Gita, the woman actually uh, writes out her get. In other words, she's the one who goes to the sofa and has it written out and then gives over the ownership of that uh, uh, document to the husband when he then turns right around and gives it to her. And the Ish, the man, Kaiseves Shavrai, has the receipt 
written out for Yaslak Suba was paid up. Shein Kiyum HaGet Ela Bechaisma for the uh, effectiveness of the get is simply through those who sign it as and as uh, uh, and therefore what do we see from here that yes a woman would know how to uh, transfer the ownership of that which has to be transferred to the man Adkan.